Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings at Walt Disney World. I'm Carrie Hayward, and each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Christy Houston about her Disney wedding at Seabreeze Point with a meal at Shula's and a dessert party at UK Lockside. I thought you guys would be interested to hear how Christy chose these locations and how she planned everything and how it all turned out. So welcome, Christy. Hi, thank you for having me. Thanks so much for being on the show today. Can we start at the very beginning and find out how you guys decided you wanted to have a Disney wedding? Sure. We were actually planning an extended family trip to Disney the plan was supposed to be to have it to celebrate my daughter's third birthday. And so both sets of grandparents were coming and all of the aunts and uncles, everybody was going to be there. And so we just decided to add on a wedding. <laughs> had you been talking about getting married or, or did you decide to get married because of this trip? <laughs> uh, no, we, had been t- we had been talking about it. Steve and I had been together for 10 years before we got engaged. We'd been talking about it for a long time and life just kept happening. Our daughter has special needs and my dad passed away. And so life just happened. And so it never happened. And so we decided this was as good a time as any. <laughs> now, how did your friends and family react when they found out that the wedding was going to be on the trip? So, well, they were shocked in two ways. One, because they didn't know there was going to be a wedding at all. So when we told them we were actually engaged in getting married, they were surprised. And then when we told them, oh, by the way, we've already planned the whole thing and it's going to be on our trip in January, they were extra shocked. Wow. How much notice did you give them? We told them in May and our wedding was in January, but the trip was already booked. So they were already going to be there. So they didn't have to plan it. Interesting. And so how many guests did you invite? Did you invite anybody else who wasn't already on the trip? No. So everybody we invited was already on the trip and they ended up being, well, it was supposed to be 18 and then, but unfortunately my sister-in-law got the flu the day before they were supposed to fly out. So her and her daughter ended up staying home. So we actually only had 16. Okay. Now, did you set up a room block for your guests? We actually did not partially because we had already planned the trip. But also because we really wanted two things. We wanted to make sure that everybody could be on the dining plan because we wanted everybody to kind of have that full all-in Disney experience because not everybody had been there before. And you can't have the dining plan on a room block. But then we also wanted the support that came with having a travel agent. So we had a travel agent book everybody in the entire party stay And then as part of that stay, they also booked every dining reservation for every single member of the party and every fast pass for the trip for every single member of the party. And we really wanted to make sure everybody had that wow experience. And we knew not all of them really understand how far in advance you need to book a Disney trip. And so and what all comes along with that. So we really relied on the support of our travel agent to really help them do all of that. It was amazing. 
That's a great idea. And I think it is useful for anybody, even if you're not traveling exclusively with family members, anybody planning a wedding, because it takes that off your plate. Suddenly you aren't having to answer everyone's questions about what should we eat and where should we eat and which resort is better and all that. The travel agent can take all of that off and then you can focus on the wedding. Exactly. Now, how did you choose which day of the week and time of day you would get married? The trip had already been planned, and so it was over Martin Luther King weekend. And so the nice thing about that was that there was additional days off for some of our guests, so they were going to miss less work. But then we didn't want to actually get married on the holiday, so we ended up, that's how we ended up with a Tuesday wedding. I see. And how did you choose the ceremony venue? We had flown down for the bridal expo, and... That's really what sold it for us. So that's how we ended up at Seabreeze Point. We looked at other venues, but we didn't want to get married super early in the morning. And so that kind of eliminated the in-park options for us. And so we also didn't really want the wedding pavilion because it looked so much like a lot of the venues back home. And we wanted to be a little bit different. Interesting. Okay. Did you add any entertainment to your ceremony? We had the violinist play at the ceremony, but that was it. Do you have any cake flavors you can recommend from your post-ceremony cake cutting? Yes, we actually had a two-tiered cake, and we couldn't really decide what we wanted to do. So we had one of the tiers, churro cake, with the churro filling, and then the other tier we had actually funfetti cake with strawberry mousse. Because you know, if we're going to have a Disney wedding, why not have a funfetti cake? now after the ceremony how did you choose what you were going to do whether like a catered event or a restaurant meal we really wanted to make sure that the food was super good for our reception and we didn't want to risk having kind of the what i called the poor banquet steak (laughs) and having a catered meal at disney was very expensive and i was just worried that the quality of the food wouldn't meet my expectations for the price we were paying. And we knew that Shula's has the best steaks on property. And so we ended up choosing them. It worked out great for us because we were able to have it in one of Shula's private dining rooms. So we had a large room to ourselves with our own wait staff and customized menus. It was a completely separate BEO so we could set up the table however we wanted. And, you know, if we wanted decor, we could have brought that. It was just really nice to be able to do all of those things without having to kind of eat in a restaurant in the middle of other people. That's great. Did they have a food and beverage minimum you had to meet for that room? They did, but basically they had kind of specified menus. And if you chose any of them, you would hit the minimum. So The menu we chose was about $100 a person. So that included really any type of steak, appetizers. It included, you know, all the sides that came with it. And then it normally includes dessert too, but we were having a dessert party. So we asked them if we could go without that. And so what they did is they just took $10 off the per head cost for everybody. And then we allowed everybody to kind of choose their own alcohol. So that made up the difference in price. So we were still okay. Oh, that's great. Okay. Do you have any menu items you could recommend? The steaks were amazing. I had a filet. I think Stephen had like a porterhouse or something big. Um, (laughs) And everything was amazing. Now the problem is every time we go to Disney, right, we we have to eat there. (laughs) 
Now, can you tell my listeners a bit about the dessert party that you had after the meal? Yes. So we were supposed to have our dessert party at UK Lackside, but unfortunately it was unusually cold that day. And so we're from Pennsylvania. We can handle some cold, but this was bitter cold that night. And so they offered us to actually have the food served in the living seas. That's what we ended up doing. So we had a completely customized menu of all of our kind of Disney favorites. So we had churros, we had key lime Mickey tarts, we had pretty chocolate covered strawberries, Mickey pretzels, all kinds of things like that. And we had all of that in the living seas. The highlight for us there was the strawberry lemonade. So we, we didn't have alcohol there. We just went with strawberry lemonade, but we asked them if they could put glow cubes in the lemonade glasses and they did it for us. And so everybody was, was walking around with, you know, drinks with you know, light up flashy glow cubes in them, which was a lot of fun. And then we walked outside to UK Lockside for the fireworks then. Got it. Okay. Did you add a ride mix in after the fireworks? We wanted to, but it was late extra magic hours that night, so they wouldn't let us. Oh, got it. Can you give my listeners a timeline of how the day all fit together? So I woke up at 2.30 in the morning for hair and makeup because we did our park shoot the morning of the wedding. We had hair and makeup and then what we ended up doing, um, Stephen got ready and then he went downstairs in in the lobby and they blindfolded him. And so we had him blindfolded in the van and I got called down once he was all blindfolded in and, um, got in the van. And then we went over to Magic Kingdom and we had our first look. 5.30 in the morning in front of the castle, which was super great. And then we did the rest of our park shoot there. And then we also went right from there to Epcot. And we had our rest of our park shoot there. Then we came back and Stephen and I changed. We had breakfast at the club level. We were staying at the beach club. And then we took a nap (laughs) for a couple hours. Then we got up. And um, got dressed, and that's when Dave and Vicky showed up around noon to take photos of kind of the other kind of getting ready photos. And my my mom and my daughter came over, and so we had some pictures there. And then Stephen and I and my daughter Charlotte took pictures around the beach club, and then it was time for the wedding. So we just kind of kept on walking all the way over until it was time for Seabreeze Point. And then how did it work with the dessert party timing? After the wedding, we went right to Shula's, so it was kind of nice. We took some pictures on the boardwalk, and as we walked around the boardwalk, we ended up at the Dolphin, which is where dinner was, and so everybody was waiting for us at the dinner, and then the whole group after dinner got on the friendship boat over to Epcot, and they were waiting for us, and so about 7.30, we met them there and walked in for desserts and then went and saw the fireworks, so all in one consecutive day. That's great. Now, when you were planning, what were some of the most important aspects where you focused your attention or your budget? We really wanted the trip to be magical for everybody. So that's why we really focused on planning the whole thing for everybody. Every dining reservation, every park fast pass, uh, you know, we had our travel agent take care of all of that for them because we really wanted to make sure that um, everything was super special for them. So it wasn't just like the day of the wedding. It was really important to us that the whole week was fun for everybody. The other 
thing, I guess, really for important for us was the food. And that's how we ended up choosing shulas over some of the more traditional options. And photography. Photography was definitely important to us. So we booked the park shoots and I really wanted good firework photographs. So we ended up having to pay extra for UK Lockside because we'd heard it was the best view and the best firework photography. So we had to wait until 30 days before the wedding to confirm that location because we didn't meet the minimum headcount. And we had to pay a little bit extra because we didn't meet the minimum headcount. It was worth it to us, though. It's what really what we wanted to do. And we also wanted to make sure that our wedding photography was was super great. And so that's why we hired Dave and Vicky Arndt, because we couldn't know in advance who our wedding photographer was going to be. And it ended up our park shoots and our um, dessert party photography was done by Jacob. And he was amazing. And I would absolutely recommend him on the Disney side. But because our wedding was small, they wouldn't tell us really far in advance who we were going to have. And we didn't want to risk it. So we hired Dave and Vicky Arndt. Got it. Okay. Now, what aspects were less important where you saved some money or effort? We didn't do any floral other than my bouquet. Uh, We really tried to save some money there. We also saved a ton, honestly, with our guest count. We made it family only so we could stay within, um, at the time we were in a package, but it was really much more about our budget. And by doing that, that also eliminated the dreaded bridal party. So uh, we didn't have to worry (laughs) about all of that. And so, you know, we couldn't invite a few friends, but then not invite other friends. And so we ended up just saying, it's okay. It's just going to be family only. And that's fine. Interesting. Okay. Now, what ended up being your favorite memory of the wedding day? My favorite memory was really spending the morning of with Stephen, having that first look and then having the park shoots. We spent the majority of our trip entertaining family which we love to do, but it was really wonderful on the morning of our wedding day to just have some time with just the two of us. And that made it really special and um, kind of made the kind of the pre-wedding jitters go away and just allowed us to relax and have a lot of fun. That's wonderful. Now you mentioned the weather at the dessert party. Did anything else go wrong or just not turn out like you expected? Not really. It was really just the cold. I didn't know how cold it got in the evening in January in Florida. (laughs) (laughs) And was there anything that seemed like a big deal beforehand or you were worried about, and then it turned out not to be a big deal? I was really worried about whether we were going to be able to move the dessert party to UK Lockside because they wouldn't confirm that very far in advance. And I knew it was something I really wanted. My mom's British. And so like having it in the UK pavilion was pretty special to me. And so that's something we wanted. It turned out to be fine. But just not knowing for a long time if we were going to be able to have that was a little nerve-wracking. Definitely. Is there anything you would have done differently knowing what you know now? I probably would have been a little bit better prepared for the cold. But that's really probably it. The only other thing that came up for us, because we had to push where our food was being held, we felt a little bit rushed because we had planned to kind of walk in to the International Gateway with all of our guests and kind of be right there at UK Lockside. And instead, we had to walk all the way over to the Living Seas and then eat and then walk all the way back. And we had some guests with some mobility difficulty trying to maneuver scooters and things. And I just I guess I wasn't really thinking about just how much walking that was going to be for them to make sure everybody was really prepared. We did rent two scooters for my stepdad's parents and they picked them up at the boardwalk 
right before the ceremony and that was a lifesaver for them. But I just really wanted, should have probably warned them a little bit more about how much walking there was going to be. Interesting. Okay. Do you have any other tips or advice for future Disney couples? I guess my biggest advice would be that don't feel that you're tied to what Disney offers you to do on the first ask. I mean, we did an entirely customized dessert party menu. We didn't go with any, I don't think anything that we had on our dessert party is actually part of the dessert party menus they offered us. We also added that first look in front of the castle. I asked for that and the planner seemed a little bit surprised that that was something I was asking for and sort of was like, well, I don't know if that's a thing we can do, but I, you know, I'd, I'd heard from you, Carrie, that um, other <laughs> other brides had done it. So I asked for it and uh, they said yes. And it was only an extra hundred dollars and it gave us an extra half hour in the Magic Kingdom because of it. And it was really super special. It's just kind of a story we'll always have now, Stephen being blindfolded in the van. And so I wouldn't, <laughs> I think it's great. And then I guess the other thing would be not to be afraid to look at outside locations for meals. I know a lot of brides do meals in Disney Springs. We didn't want to have to worry about the transportation. So for us, it was super great to have that Seabreeze Point wedding and then that Shula's meal right on the boardwalk and then have the International Gateway right there. Um, So we didn't have to hire any transportation or worry about anybody getting lost in the process. We could do it all there. And we saved a ton of money that way. And I really recommend it. That's wonderful advice. Well, Christy, I think you've offered a lot of great advice for anyone who's interested in planning an event at Walt Disney World, and I appreciate your taking the time. Thanks so much for having me. That's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward, inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. In the meantime, send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show site, DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at FairyTaleWeddingsGuide.com. <laughs>